The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, When the days drew near for him to be taken up, Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way, they entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for Jesus, but the Samaritans did not receive him because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another, Jesus said, follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 I'd just like to follow up some from what Linda had to say just before the Mass about her role as a school board trustee. I I certainly hope that someone from our parish will step up into that role. Um, It's a horrible job, I think. It does pay a bit, but it's also incredibly important, too. Uh, And if it's not someone from our parish who feels it, it'll be someone from outside of our parish, someone who may not share the same values that we hold. A couple of weeks ago, a few representatives from the school board came for a visit here, uh, and I, 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 think they, I think they were just putting out feelers for this, but suggested the possibility of eliminating that program of giving Bibles to grade four students and instead give them an app instead. This would effectively remove Bibles from the classrooms in favor of an app. Uh, that's a horrible idea. Uh, and I was quick to say so. Uh, These are the kinds of discussions that the trustees have. Uh, It makes a real difference in what happens in the classrooms of our children. So the stakes are certainly high. Uh, Now, we bring it up this this weekend because, of course, as children are uh, finishing school this week, um, uh, many have shared with me their summer vacation plans, and they all sound great. So some of you maybe we won't see every week for the summer uh, because you've got great plans, and that's wonderful. But there are some things to look forward to when we all gather back here in September. First, on September the 10th, uh, we're having a, a pilgrimage to Martyr Shrine in Midland, It's been closed for the last two years, and so we'll we'll go there as a parish 
on, on that day, uh, maybe in part Thanksgiving for being at the tail end of this pandemic, uh, maybe to go and get some inspiration from the example of the lives of those who first came to Canada to share the faith, uh, who were f- first shed their blood for the faith here, uh, and, and we'll go there to celebrate that. We're also looking forward to beginning to celebrate the 90th anniversary of our parish and the 65th anniversary of this building. Those are two big milestones there, and we're, we're eager. A group is going to meet l- later in the next couple of weeks to see how we're going to celebrate that throughout the year. We're also going to hear lots about truth and reconciliation, too. It'll all start with the visit from our Pope in July. That's an exciting time for us as Catholics and as Canadians, uh, and hopefully a step in bringing some healing for all of those who have been hurt and injured by um, uh, uh, the residential school system. So we're going to hear more about that and see how that could be an opportunity for us to uh, learn and be better at loving others here uh, throughout the year. We also continue with preparing children for sacraments. So uh, maybe there are some children here who have just finishing grade one, or maybe you have relatives who are just finishing up grade one. They're now eligible to start getting ready for First Communion, even this summer if they want. For the time being, at least for the next few months, those who sign up uh, can prepare a home at their own pace. It's entirely possible to get through a good chunk of it over the summer, maybe it's part of a summer project, uh, and then your child would be ready to receive First Communion in October or November. Lots of things will hopefully start up. Think of things like the youth dances or bingo or all of, all of the things that happened here before. And that's some wonderful things to look, look forward to, things to get excited about, um, but also get ready because there's going to be lots of groups asking for help. I'm going to be asking for help. Our service groups, they're going to be asking for help too because starting all of these things up takes a lot of hard work. We all enjoy them. They help our parish. They help our mission and spreading the good news. And uh, we're going to be needing help in all these different ways. One, one word that we're hearing a lot about these days is the word freedom. Uh, we're we're hear, hearing it lots in the last few months. Seems to be on the lips of politicians these days. And in, uh, I suspect it'll be a big word used often at the next federal election. Uh, we heard it in uh, some of the, this theme of freedom in some of the readings here, too. In the second reading, St. Paul says, For freedom Christ has set us free. There's a connection being made between Jesus and freedom, and we certainly well, we, we believe that Jesus wants us to be free. But when we take a look at some of the examples given in that gospel today, they don't seem especially pro-freedom. We have these moments of people coming to Jesus saying they're willing to follow him, but first they want to tie up some loose ends in their lives first. They want to say goodbye to some people or bury the dead or uh, things like that. And Jesus informs them that their attitude just is incompatible with the kingdom of God. Maybe, of course, we know Jesus is pro-freedom, so maybe Christian freedom is a little bit different than having the freedom to just choose whatever flavor of ice cream you wish when you go to the store. That's a great thing, of course, but maybe Christian freedom is a little bit different. I once knew a man who uh, encountered some severe health difficulties because of, uh, of a diet that he'd had for a long, large part of his life. He ate out every day, went to restaurants every single day of the week. And so his doctor told him he had to make some serious changes in his diet and in his life. 
gave him a diet to follow, and even set him up with a nurse to check in with on a weekly basis. But the guy still, he went to the buffet every week for lunch. He says he went there for the salad bar, but no one really believed him. He certainly had the freedom to choose what to eat when he went there. He could have limited himself to salads. But after having decades of eating a particular way, maybe he wasn't so free to make the right choices, to make choices that would be good for his health and for his future. Maybe this is what Christian freedom is about. Maybe it's about not just having the freedom to go and do whatever we want, whenever we want to do it. Maybe it's about building up the freedom needed to make the choices that are good for us, that lead us to heaven, that build us up and others. In the first reading, we're int- we, we hear about two individuals, Elijah and Elisha. They have similar names. Elijah was a, a prophet, famous prophet of Israel, one of the great prophets, uh, very well known. He had done many great signs in, signs in the name of God. Um, he'd been exiled. Kings and queens wanted him dead. And he knows he's at a time he's older, and he knows he's got more days behind than ahead. And God tells him to go to Elisha and appoint him to be his successor, after a period of apprenticeship, of course. So Elijah seeks Elisha out, sees him plowing the fields. Uh, Elijah takes off his mantle, I don't know what garment that really is, and places it on Elisha's shoulders, uh, uh, basically proclaiming him to be his successor. And what Elisha does, he doesn't protest. Instead, he kills the animals he's using to plow the fields and burns up the equipment. He effectively, he uh, makes it such that he can't return to what he had been doing. He wants to be free to follow Elijah. And he knows that in order to do that, he's going to have to remove any temptation to leave and return back to plowing the fields. After all, following Elijah would be a hard life. There'd be nothing really comfortable about that at all. Not every reason to, when things get tough, to maybe start considering going back home to plowing fields. Elisha wanted to be truly free from that temptation. St. Paul urges us in that same second reading from today, he says, to be free, but adds, do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence. God wants us to be free. He wants us to have choices, but this freedom comes with responsibility too. So maybe our thoughts on freedom and on Christian freedom is to consider how we use our freedom and how we might hinder our freedom. Are there times in our lives where we might be like someone on a diet who goes to eat at the buffet? We put ourselves in the place of temptation. Are there, uh, are, are there things that perhaps we could remove from our lives? It's nice to have choices, but are there, are there things in our lives that tempt us and hold us back from being truly free to serve God and love others? Maybe the challenge in these readings here is just to examine our freedom. First, thank God for the wonderful freedoms we have, but also see how we might hinder um, the freedom we're called to have to follow God without temptation Uh, without reserve, without hesitation of any kind. God of all, by your hand we have been given a great many freedoms and liberties. Guide us so we would never misuse our freedom or hinder it in any way. 
through the example of Jesus. May we always recognize how our freedom is a call to serve and love all you have made. This we pray in his name. Amen.